big Justin face. Yeah, I'm uh, hopping around out of breath half the time because I'm like lose my crutches. Can't remember where I put them, so I just like hop around on one leg. Why haven't we made better peg legs yet? Uh, yeah. Yes, I've got like one super strong leg now, and the other one's just like wasting away. Getting no yeah, love. Um, it's going to be frustrating. Yeah, another couple of weeks before I can put any weight on it. I did ride my bike yesterday, which was probably a bit cheeky, but I rode up and down the driveway. That was fantastic. Felt so good to be like outside and moving through the wind. Mostly one legged, or like, does it hurt to? Yeah, no, it was fine. One the one leg doing all the work, and it's an e bike, so like I can push with the good leg, and like the other one's just flopping around a ragdoll. How are you? (laughs) Oh, okay, I guess. Yeah, just um, things we can't figure out how to. <laughs> I've been traveling and you've been peg legging, and <laughs> seems it's amazing how oh. fragile like ones our combined schedules can be. You know? Yeah, I know. Just disintegrates. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can't. Yeah, because I'm trapped at home with no wheels. I can't unless I get up six and go to the van again. That's kind of my only option. Stage has gone back right. in the car in that hour. Go, go to the van. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it's possible. Yeah. Yeah. What, are you back at work after your vacay? Yeah, I got back Thursday. Yeah. Thursday. Whatever that is. Which yeah. is good. Yeah. I mean, it's a whole... Well, it was like both really good, like time away, but then, and great to see family, but then also, I would say like things didn't fall apart. Like Ricky did what he could to keep stuff together, but it's, there's just an entirely different type of challenge now, I suppose. It's like with having people do need like technical support on like, the, I don't mm. think I said this before, stop me if I did, with like pedestal installations when there's an issue it's not so straightforward to go like, Oh, you know, just follow this one guide. We already have both cases of the two we had problems with while I was gone. It's fairly like you've got to really understand everything that's going on. Yeah. But, you know, kind of like my experience of like years and years of messing around with it, not just like using the machine. Sure. And so, that and a bunch of other stuff kind of really put to light for me how much we really need to move on with trying to hire somebody to mm. not necessarily just do technical support, but it's just like it's just too much for a person that normally just makes stuff in the shop to do on their yep. own, you know, when yeah. I'm gone with emails. And so, yeah, I today actually published a, uh, a job listing for oh, cool. some form of like office support um, person, not quite an office manager, but just I was calling it like an operations specialist, which is, yep. I don't know, seems somewhat appropriate. Just trying to help us like keep things organized. And I keep thinking about as I'm hopefully going to take some paternity leave, all this is going to fall apart in a different way. And I would like that person to have some training before, uh, 
I go, hey, I got a lead now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I've been thinking about you in terms of that upcoming challenge. All right. How that's going to play out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a big deal. It's a big challenge, but it's kind of, you know, it can be really positive to have that rather immovable <laughs> timeline mm-hmm. in place to make, make some changes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, I mean, I guess to be fairly straightforward, it's, it's a little scary of a hire. Mm. Like I think I'm talking about this mentor that I've talked with a few times, their take was, I'm sure she's moving, getting her hair, moving around back there. Oh, good. He's hiding behind the desk. His take was that, as I was saying, like, I, you know, I've never really hired somebody that's basically overhead. It's not a direct, like, making something output. Like, I guess all positions are probably overhead at some point, but it's not, you know, it's, it's a little disconnected. And mm. I've always basically hired people that are directly making something pretty directly like yeah not multiple steps removed and so his take which was interesting which made me feel a little bit better was like anything that can you can hire to free up your time should be like one of the most valuable hires you can make and i was like hmm that puts a lot of bonus on that my time is really valuable but i suppose if i'm creating the new things that make us you know new revenue then i think it's true but it still feels scary yeah to like branch out this way yeah and no, i'm totally and i think that's valid like freeing up your time is super valuable but it still has to balance at the end of the day right like we're in this really tricky spot now where we've built this business model which is like relies on quite a high revenue per month because we've right. built this model with you know we've effectively got a layer of middle management now where we've got like production manager sales manager operations manager yeah, GM, which is great, mm-hmm. but it's all been structured around the fact that we can sell X amount per month to make all of that work. Right. And in the economic environment, that's proving to be really challenging. For sure. And so it's kind of really just sort of brings it the point home of like, yeah, like you still, at the end of the day, you still need enough. The balance needs to be right in terms of billable hours stuff being made, getting shipped, going out the door versus all that support stuff, which is fantastic and frees up our time as business owners or mm-hmm. whatever you want to call ourselves. Um, so yeah, definitely a tricky balance to get right. But certainly, you know, thinking back to when we hired our first sort of non-billable role, it was an incredible sort of lever. Definitely. Yeah. Fantastic leverage to sort of uh, expand my time. So yeah, positive move. That's cool. Very distracted because I just realized that I'm, I was recording my black hole audio. <laughs> anyway, it's I'll play better now. Switch to high fidelity. You probably said something that I missed about hiring people that, what was the last thing you said when I was freaking out? My audio was messed up. <laughs> just that it's hard to get the balance right. And but right. know, in ref- reflecting on the first non-billable position that we hired, it was a huge, huge leverage on my time, and really positive right. thing. We're kind of yeah. too far the other way now, where we've got too much of that leverage, and we don't 
we're struggling to get the sales to support the model. Hmm. Super challenging to sort of right now to get that right. And, and the kind of the bigger you get too, I think the less dynamic and flexible right. you are in terms of adjusting to market movements and demands and yeah like we used to be able to ride out huge fluctuations in revenue month on month it was kind of just like whoa buddy good months terrible months whatever the ship mm-hmm. keeps sailing along whereas now it's like we've built a model that's like really reliant on consistency which is great if we hit it it's like awesome works ticks all the boxes but yeah yeah challenging how's yeah. your marketing advertising gone is coming back to advertising working yeah yes and no i think so like some stuff like just doing simple stuff like the instagram boosted posts has been useful it's definitely driving website traffic really hard to track conversions but web sales aren't too bad at the moment kind of middling <laughs> right. i'd love to get them higher but they're steady um and I had a pretty entertaining first couple of weeks in Google Ads because I turned those back on recently and just like built a new campaign from scratch and like Lots went of sort traffic. of ultra. Oh, <laughs> no. No? <laughs> Very little traffic. I went sort of ultra targeted because all my, all my ad sort of efforts at the moment sort of super targeted. It's like I've got like a tight radius around just a few Melbourne suburbs and I'm like, kind of like everyone just, I just want these people to see our ads because I know that that's like our key demographic <laughs> and so like I built this Google ad campaign that was performing really well like had a really high efficiency score it was like its click-through rate was 90% and then I, I was digging around I was like oh I need it's only been served to 10 people and nine people <laughs> <have> clicked on it <laughs> 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 so I just I'm playing oh. in a very small fish pond with that. And I'm, I need to, I'm imagining you out in like a tuxedo. Like, would you like to see my fancy shelves? <laughs> You're the only one that gets to see them today. Just you, out of all of Google, <laughs> only you shall see it. Uh, so it's been entertaining. I've been doing a little bit of keyword re- keyword research to try and just like broaden my scope. You're like, cool. Found this cool website, actually. I'll put it in the notes because it might be useful to other people. It's called Answer the Public. And it creates these very attractive, like, pie charts of Google search terms and traffic. And so I've been mucking around with that. Yeah, it's kind of cool. I came across it from, like, some TikTok video, TikTok marketing video. Answer the Public. The algorithm knows I love and watch. Answer the public. So, yeah, it, I've been digging through that a bit, like sort of doing keyword research on bookshelves. Shelves. It's like in Australia, what, where's, where's the most search volume and what sort of terms? And then I'll take that research and plug it into Google and see what I can come up with. But, but yeah, that's going okay. I've been just sort of kind of in a weird space of like ultra-focused on ensuring the business continues because it's pretty dicey at the moment. And so my focus is very much on sales and how I can help there more broadly. Right. Rather than specific marketing campaigns, which is obviously part of the equation, but yeah, 
doesn't feel it feels like a lot of cost though when it's not working yeah it's just another cost that's right so yep interesting times but nice to be back in the office see people have conversations just makes it all a bit more real and good Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, I've been in the photo booth today, like wheeling around on an office chair. Nice. Clearing the junk out of it and setting up for a shoot, a little peg leg shoot this afternoon. So once we jump off this recording, I'll jump in the photo booth and like crawl, drag myself around on the floor, assembling kit parts in my main boot. So that should be entertaining. I don't remember this guy's name on Answer the Public. I've seen his face everywhere. I've used his SEO websites. Oh, NP Digital, but that guy's, he's like a SEO marketing guru that's everywhere. Yeah, right. Is that his website? Answer the public. It's, it seems to be. Yeah, right. Okay. What is his name? It's NP Digital. So it's. Oh, yeah. I something, see. something. I see the link. The hell is. I've been having some interesting conversations with people in like Insta DMs with the whole threads when threads popped up a couple of weeks ago and then like the whole blue tick conversation. I've had various conversations with people about like, how did you get the blue tick? Or like, has it been worth having a blue tick? And like, huh. you see, you seem to be the face of the brand now. Like, is that working? And like, you know, other makers and like, it's interesting. A lot of people here, here at least, the sense there's a lot of people who are like, everyone's in a very similar boat. It's like, whoa, this is weird. Like, how do we get through this <laughs> patch? Because the economy is kind of happening at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of concerning in, like, it's really disconcerting in one way of, like, oh, if everyone's in this situation, like, the whole whole thing could sink really quickly. Or, by the same token, that's kind of reassuring because you can have these conversations with all these people, like, oh, this is hard, isn't it? Cool. What do we do about it? Right. It's kind of, yeah interesting my mind just kind of through the you know pandemic was like all right well what what can we possibly do to stay in business and it was like you know tried to make covid things at one point which didn't really work weird well i mean in america i think it was probably same for you there was this crazy boom of everybody wanting to work on their house even though it was like Mm. so it just you know exploded in that way so that kind of worked and it kept things going in a different way than we expected but totally. i mean like for example like architecture is kind of slowing down in our region so that's a little concerning for my wife and mm. and us i suppose and so you, you know you think about like well, what are the resilient industries surrounding that if you have to like change jobs or like if i had to support some other industry it's like well, they're always building things for the government and like <laughs> schools or, you know, schools yeah. and hospitals never really slow down. It's like, how do you, <laughs> how do you support those things? Is there, can you, can you sell shelves to those companies? You know, like mm. if it's the same, I don't know. Or hospital threadboards, <laughs> Inf- yeah, infirmary yeah. threadboards. Yeah. I explained, I don't yeah, know. I don't. I don't know either, and I don't want to sort of create a, a, a sort of a culture of like, oh, this is shit and hard, isn't it? Like, poor us having to run our businesses. But I've forgotten what I was even going to say. 
Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, but it's reality, oh, though. No, it's like it is reality. Like it, it's starting to feel a bit like 2020, but without the sort of weird boom of flat pack furniture that happened in that same year, and without you know, because Australians had businesses got a lot of government support. Yeah, like we were, you know, propped up in many ways during that year because it was tough. And I feel like we're entering a period again here where it's like similar sort of economic conditions, but no one's getting that support. And so everyone's freaking out a little bit. It's really like, weird. Yeah, like, a lot of- I, I kept expecting the same to happen here. And we we mm. all talk about it like it's like there's this, I don't even know if it's a political divide, but there's some divide of like, you know, and I, I can go either way. It's kind of like based on how my week's gone or something. It's like <laughs> we're either like sliding into a recession or we're doing fine and everything's, you know, a ton of people are super busy, like all different types. I know like all the machine shops mm. are just slammed and ordering new machines and nobody can get machines. And like, wow, we're not necessarily cool. that because we're not really like, I suppose, pushing too hard into job shop work, but yeah but still it's just odd it's like one would think the kind of inflationary numbers that we were seeing and we would also be in that position but Mm. something something's artificially supporting it it feels (laughs) like yeah yeah what do you feel about what do you think about threads (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I've never been a Twitter user. I'm not. I've always been much more interested in images than text. I take some <laughs> pleasure in it. And it's been interesting to sort of jump in there in the first week and have a little explore and poke around. But I haven't been particularly active. And yeah, I don't know. Meh. I sort of have a mild interest in observing what happens, but I'm, I'm, right. no, I'm not jumping in there hard. What about you? I heard somebody, I heard a podcast, I think it was The Verge today. Like, I've been interested too, and it was really kind mm. of th- thrilling to immediately have a lot of followers by just basically mm. opening it up, and everybody had the same experience of like, oh, well, I can just follow everybody that I already had, and they'll follow me. That's so like, we're just copy-pasting, you know, o- ourselves over. I heard on The Verge cast today, it was pretty good. I think it came out Friday. Somebody mm. said, well, it's basically just Facebook, but like black and white and like, <laughs> it's like, it's just, it's been denuded and monochromatic, monochromed yeah. and, you know, kind of like they've removed the images below the text, but really it's, <laughs> it's just different colors. I don't know. Yeah, It's yeah. like, what? I keep going on there thinking I'm going to find something exciting and interesting and this is, uh, I see stuff yeah. I don't really care about. It's like sports or like some influencer that i could care less about none of the people i actually like want to see or yeah. same yeah yeah, yeah 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 it's strange uh but yeah see what happens see what pans out i was right. thinking for a second there that it could be just like my creative dumping ground for all my like off-brand i did see some of those ai renders that's what i started putting out right. there, just throwing up mid-journey images every few hours because that's right. what I happened to be doing when I got access, but I uh, lost to lost motivation for that pretty quickly. <laughs> I haven't had much motivation at all for social media the last couple of weeks. So it's, it's felt like a bit of a, yeah, a chore 
like I've done what I've right. tried to keep it moving. But I think because I'm off, it's that classic thing for me of like, if I'm not, if I don't have my hands on the tools, I don't feel like I don't have much to say. And so I don't. And so right. that's been even further compounded. You know, that was kind of propped up previously by me being able to muck around in the photo booth or take photos or make new videos. Whereas being stuck out of work completely, it's like I quickly ran out of footage on my phone. I was like, cool. I don't have anything new to say. <laughs> Right. I'm not going to say it, I think. Oh, well. Which, yeah, it, that combined with kind of slow sales and like this pressure to be like, we really need to pick pick up momentum here. Weird, weird space to be in. But yeah. Um, but it's good to be back. Yeah. Get on with things. Oh, sure. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's an interesting noise people don't usually hear Pe- people people i heard somebody like cough or sneeze earlier and i was like whoa who, well, who's right behind you <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i'm surprised it comes through how is your production flow things going through your workshop pretty good we we had what happened oh fourth of july which was Mm -hmm. on a tuesday so that kind of meant that like sometime friday through basically wednesday nobody really did much it seemed not like our shop necessarily i was gone we were a little slow too but like we ordered material and then like i ordered it like before i left that day like friday or something and it just like didn't arrive for the whole week and a half. So it was like mm. Ricky couldn't make it. Like, we were out of material for the mill for certain things. So like we made a ton of ATC forks, which was great. We needed those okay. and they're super dialed in and we figured out a much better way to align that fixture, which was frustrating. I didn't really like do a very good job of making it so that it was easy to align at first and we didn't have like we don't have like fancy probing on the router right yeah so i used i'm sure a lot of people listening to this are going to say well duh but i hadn't really done it before have you ever used like a little edge finder the spinny edge the finders ones. yeah yeah once i was like oh wow those things that's cool <laughs> right we had Never one, used one like, again. my my first employee got me into buying one I believe they broke it like within the first week we had it and then I never touched it and I didn't think about it again for years. Yeah. And then I was like, how in the world are we going to align this fixture on the router so we could indicate a side, but I couldn't pick up any coordinates on it. And then I was like, oh, well, they make edge finders that are like centering edge finders. So like we could center it into yeah. a hole. Yeah. Ah, cool. Um, yep. And it was super dialed in, which was cool. So I'm going to probably make a little video on that because I assume there's a decent amount of other people with routers that probably haven't Mm -hmm. done this also. And I found that to be really useful. Yeah. Awesome. Really cheap, like $18 or something like that. Yeah. I remember when I first discovered them, I was like, oh, wow, it's like magic. And then it was, you know, in the days when I was lead machinist and 
doing everything, experimenting with everything. And it's the kind of thing I thought, oh, this would be great. I'd set up more fixtures on the machine, have like a really repeatable setup. But in the reality, it's just like it wasn't really part of our workflow <laughs> in terms of it's just throwing slow, another sheet of plywood. Sure. Right. But also just in terms of the kind of work we're doing, it's like, no, not really necessary for when you're just chucking sheets on a vacuum table. Right. Like um, probing or something. Yeah. Yeah. I ran, and right. it was also around the time when I was kind of window shopping for five axis machines. And I remember like chatting to the five axis sales guys about like, oh, so you can, can you get a probe for this? And they're like, yes, you can, but no one in industry uses one. Like, why would you? On a five, because it's all center point. Well, it's all like timber, five axis stuff. So like, yeah, it's just, no one's doing much automation or like probing there block of hardwood before they machine a oh sorry a, a stair I was thinking about like, five axis like mills and I was like what no. what are you talking about no 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 yeah yeah, yeah. no obviously <laughs> everyone in, with a mill has a probe right. ideally right. but like no the sort of five axis BSE pod pod and rail machine it's interesting oh. mm. right mm. I'd still love one of those I don't know what we'd do with it Yes, I do. All sorts of fun things, but right. it's very hard to justify the business case for these days, unfortunately. Make yeah. just, all it does is make dells, yeah, threaded dells. Like, <laughs> like I just keep imagining it like ninja turtling around one side oh, to the other. It's so like a, it comes in on an angle, puts like angled female threaded bores into the side of things. Just think of the videos you could make. I think of the videos. It's worth it. You got to do it. It's just a camera dolly, automated camera dolly. Um, You'd have another robot for the camera, obviously. (laughs) Obviously. Yeah. Yeah, Um, yeah. I had this is well, just kind of a non non sequitur conversation today, as it's late for me and early for weird time for you, and I'm in the middle of food but i had like <laughs> a pretty amazing sketch session on one of my flights to cool. and from the midwest and i came up with you know a couple new product ideas and then kind of resolved a pretty long-standing issue with one of the dust boot things that the brush problems even you know nothing i suppose super direct to share but it's always like i feel like I had this thought, I was like, man, this is pretty, you know, common that I get this, like, fairly inspired creative streak when I fly somewhere. I was mm. like, is there a case for me just flying places in the future to sketch? <laughs> just, just for that time. <laughs> like, not very sustainable, but maybe I should try that. Maybe just build yourself a flight simulator. Plywood box, <laughs> hydraulic <laughs> actuators. It's really crappy though, and like yeah. just jerks. Turn left. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that'd make a good video. <laughs> I've discovered that I can only be creative on flights. I'm building myself a plywood <laughs> <I would> simulator. <laughs> Got like an automaton like flight attendant who comes and brings you right. drinks. Keeps topping and, up your glass. <laughs> That comes in through like a straw through the side. Yeah. I keep, you know, in in the daydreaming about hiring and like we had a couple decent job sales that 
are bigger than normal, which kind of makes me feel a little more comfortable about taking a little more of a gamble on mm-hmm. what feels like a gamble on hiring right now. And so I immediately started dreaming about all the things. It's like, <laughs> oh, what if I hired somebody that just helped me make videos all the time? You know, like oh another production gosh. person. I could just yeah. make a, like at least a video a week because mm. there's, it's you know, I, I, I've always known that basically it, every video that exists, you know, like a longer form video on YouTube really ends up helping. It's like, I always think about it, it's like it increases the web your like mm. network web of like the, the things that people can see and even if it's like doesn't inspire a direct purchase which i mean videos that are just straight marketing usually don't work very well mm-hmm. right but right. it's like it just creates more opportunity for maybe it's like the coca-cola effect or something right where it's like you're not really going to go buy a coca-cola when you see the ad but like it's in the back of your head somewhere like when you yep. need it, when you're like, oh, I need a drink. Oh, Coca-Cola. Yeah, it's the like, no, people buy things from people they know, like, and trust. It's like, oh, it's Justin's face. Oh, he knows a lot about this. <laughs> and he edge seems finders. knowledgeable and trustworthy. <laughs> I'll buy he a thing from about him. edge finders. <laughs> it's, totally, it's totally a thing, though. Like, I think it's so <laughs> important. But, yeah, wouldn't it be nice to be able to do a video a week? not be like slaving over the edit at like 11 p.m. Right. I mean, he could very well hear this, but I don't understand how the hell John Saunders made at least one video a week for years and did a full-time significant. Well, it was also like an in-house, like other thing person too. Like he did a bunch of other stuff, but sure. Yeah, that's true. Not all of it. I would say, what, maybe half of the time, half of the time. Yeah, sure. But he's still doing it. Like every week, he's still making a video, basically, and running a significantly larger business than I am successfully. That's like, how in the hell does he pull that off? I don't understand. It's impressive. Yeah, I'd love to be able to do that. Right. Yeah. Dreams. Dreams. <laughs> I think they make a video. Oh, yeah. Speaking of which, let's get eating dinner. It's like 10 o'clock. Yeah, it's pretty late. I I was hanging out with my brother on a little online thing, and then I was like, I should probably eat something else. And I found some (laughs) leftover pizza. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, Oh, I'm going to say it so that maybe I'll I'll convince you to go. But the uh, Fusion (laughs) Summit thing in San Luis Obispo. Yeah. I think it's August 22nd through 24th was announced like well it was gone but I did register haven't booked yeah. I don't really want to drive because it's 13 hours each way oh, but it would be cheaper and yeah trying to figure that all, all, all of that out but I think it's going to be pretty fun it's like a cool power user i don't know what to call it like not Mm. experts but like they have a beginner version that's happening kind of simultaneously in denver it's like a intro version and then the one that i would prefer to go to is kind of like more specific higher tier cool experienced user things so yeah Mm. that's pretty open i could post the 
link to it and you should you you should hop on over (laughs) that'd be so good i would love to do that i just blow everything off come to the states a lot of people i think scott scott moyes is coming from what new zealand of course he is yeah same thing same thing right yeah damn it damn it damn it yeah no i'll be (laughs) uh, much wasn't much notice honestly like they talked about it like maybe two or three months ago and we keep going like when are you gonna open registration they're like one month ahead of time (laughs) 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 oh okay Mm. well we're we're in like strike world over here with the writer strike now it seems like the actors are mm. gonna strike and now one of our ma- our major shipping providers ups seems like they're also going to strike oh. in august which is sure. who we use primarily for shipping so that'll be interesting we'll either be shifting suppliers or going to the post postal service which i'm not okay. looking forward to because they're messy but that'll make things silly i'm sure mm-hmm. probably for good reasons i think it's about wages for the helpers to the drivers okay i think they're really low wages and then yeah. the like yeah so it's probably all good but you know, yeah wish it didn't have to come to that <laughs> yeah indeed yeah hopefully there's good outcomes for people out of it all right yeah. Cool. Well, I can't eat your pizza. I'm going to go make a video. Right. Thanks for joining me from the basement, wherever you are. Right. I wish I had a basement. That'd be great. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. All right. Cool. Well, Thanks, man. Go hop Take along. Care. I'll go hop along. Skippy. Insert sound clip. Bye. <laughs> See ya. Bye. Dun, 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 dun. I'm sure that was perfectly in time. Boring, boring. Yeah. Sure. Just me and the dogs. Yep. What the hell was that?